0: Is going on, everybody. Welcome to the week seven edition of the NFL Float Chart Show. Brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added pick 'em scorchers where you can win 100x. That's right. Turn five into $500 in one game. Plus, every Sunday they're giving away a $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500 little bit of a late start here this morning uh had to uh get everything in order computer was acting up a little bit so we pushed it off 30 minutes but we are ready to dive in here to the week seven flowchart. we've got a interesting week this week I think um there is quite a few different teams that are um on by this week total of six teams on by and then um we've also got uh I guess no London game or anything like that, but we so so it is still a pretty small slate with only ten games um and it's a really rough slate from an ownership perspective as well um and uh sorry, from a high total perspective as well. uh there's just really not many games that have a high uh total this week, and um you know there. And, and as such, I don't think they chalk is really gonna condense too crazy um but there are a couple very important spots um that we want to talk about and i think with that we'll get going here on the cash game flow chart which is where we start every week let me get my screen shared here okay so cash this week i think is um actually pretty straightforward compared to some weeks now the there are going to be a couple tough decisions we have to make but The path to getting to those decisions, I think, is pretty uh, linear this week and should work out pretty smoothly. So starting off with, I think, the two biggest kind of locks of the week in the cash game core are Kenneth Walker at running back 7,000 and Isaiah Pacheco running back 6,100 for the Seahawks and the Chiefs there. Um, You know, both of these guys are in really good spots this week. Um, It does not sound like Zach Charbonnet is going to play for the Seahawks. Uh, So... Kenneth Walker should really get a ton of carries, and he's been running pretty well with um touchdowns uh this year. And then on the Chiefs side, Isaiah Pacheco has really started taking over that backfield. Um, and you know, really a lot of the Chiefs' offense runs through Pacheco, Kelsey, and Mahomes, and then they're just kind of fitting in whatever wide receivers are working out that game. Uh, not extremely re- reliable on the wide receiver front right now. Um, so so yeah, those are kind of the two stud running backs that you want to probably start all your lineups with. Um, and then I prefer Luke Musgrave this week at tight end for the Packers, 3,300. Um, I think some people are also considering Michael Mayer. I do think Michael Mayer's recent success is skewed a little bit by Devontae Adams' recent, um, call it, you know, struggles, um, mayor's targets have gone up and I, I don't doubt that he's taken over the role with Hooper, um, and is really the, you know, tight end you want in the Raiders offense. But, um, Adams also hasn't really had a high target game lately. And so I think that's where, um, a little bit of that, uh, mayor stuff is, is noise. And I think, uh, I just really like Musgrave, um, against the Broncos defense, uh, he'll, he should be, you know, pretty, pretty, uh, wide open have to have some pretty good potential, um, in this game against Denver. And then I actually included the chiefs defense here as the, as a piece of the cash game core. I don't necessarily think it's a must have, but it does make all the different lineups work, um, that I have listed here. Um, and so that's why for the flowchart this week, specifically, I did include the chiefs there. Um, but I, you know, I'm never really one to say like, oh, i Defense is a lock, and I don't think the Chiefs are that much that like truly a lock this week. But um, you know, they do make everything work. And I think some other defenses to consider are the Ravens, um, and who's a, who are only a hundred bucks more. So you might be able to actually fit the Ravens in some of these. Um Patriots, you know, honestly aren't that bad at basically the the minimum price there at 2100 And I mean, really all the defenses like from the Giants down to the Patriots from three thousand bucks down to twenty one hundred bucks are like basically just all the same this week okay so that's cash game core kenneth walker isaiah pacheco luke musgrave and the chiefs now for uh column number two we're gonna choose our quarterback and then we're also going to choose our third running back so let's start with the running back so this is where kind of the 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 real path you take um is decided and that's with jerome ford uh at running back for the browns at 5100 or you can pay up uh, to Josh Jacobs at running back um, for 7400 So that's the big, basically $2,300 difference. And um, that's kind of uh, an important decision to kind of make. Um, and it really is tied in with the wide receiver pairing in column three as well. So I'll skip forward to that now. If you go with Jerome Ford, then you are going to be able to fit in Cooper Cup uh, and Josh Palmer um, as well for you know, that, uh, that, that pairing there with Cooper cup and Palmer, I think is pretty, pretty strong one um, with the the 5,100 with uh, Josh Jacobs. uh, You're, you're going to have to go down uh, to Keenan Allen. And then you're going to have to go down to Wandale Robinson uh, to try to make up that, that extra 2000 bucks. So Keenan Allen, 8,600 Wandale Robinson, 3,800. And so you Know it's important to kind of look at though the decision for your third running back through the lens of who you can kind of pair it with. Um, I think Cooper Cup is just such a s- extremely, extremely safe floor. Um, and even though he's you know 9,500 bucks, uh, I think you know a 20 point outing is pretty well like the normal for him. And if he gets a couple touchdowns or something, we're really cooking. Um uh, Keenan Allen has been played really well. It has a really good role in the Chargers offense. Um, he's, you know, his metrics um, in my weekly workload report that I do are really, really good. Um, and so, you know, saving the 900 bucks down to Keenan Allen, I think, makes a lot of sense. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just kind of a decision. Do you want to go, basically, do you want to go Josh Jacobs and Keenan Allen, or do you want to go Jerome Ford and Cooper Cup? um and to be honest with you as of right now i don't think i've totally made that decision yet um but it is kind of going to be a pivotal one and then with that being said you'll just kind of fit in wandale versus josh palmer um you know and 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 that kind of is a thousand dollar difference there okay turning back to quarterback um geno smith deshaun watson Uh, those i think are the two kind of um you know, key decisions to make. Now, Deshaun Watson is going to project a little bit better at 5,700 um, because he's playing the Colts, who are, you know, just not a really good defense at all, um, and so from pure projection standpoint, fitting Watson into your lineup is going to look the best, um, but, you know, there's some concerns still about Watson's shoulder, There is even concerns today whether he's going to play or not. I think they're going to I think he's still questionable and they're supposed to, um, you know, come up with a decision this morning. So obviously that changes things a little bit. Um, And, you know, Geno Smith is likely a little bit safer He's playing the Cardinals who aren't as strong of a, um, you know, aren't aren't a very strong passing defense as well. Um, And so really that's a $300 difference. And that decision is more tied to the last column on the final piece that you're going to be able to fit in. And so, um, you know, right now I have Watson. And like I said, the context for Watson is he is a little bit cheaper and he projects a couple points better than Gino. Um, But if for some reason Watson is ruled out, then basically just flip up to the Gino side and then, you know, kind of uh, mess around with the final piece that you're fitting in there. Um, And so, talking through the final piece column, it's basically. Three receivers that are all in this mid, or sorry, four receivers that are all in this mid-range, right? And so uh, depending kind of uh, where you went earlier with your lineup, you'll be able to fit either Tyler Lockett uh, for 6,000 for the Seahawks, Zay Flowers, 5,700 for the Ravens, Christian Watson, 5,600 for the Packers, or Marquise Brown, 5,300 for the Cardinals. Um, And it's, I mean, between all these guys, it's really... It's really flipping coins, I think. I think if I were to give my preference, I would say Tyler Lockett first. Then I would probably say, oh man, Zay Flowers. And then I think Watson. And then I think Marquise Brown. Um, The only reason I'm a little bit hesitant on Marquise Brown is just because uh, he hasn't been getting the Greatest looks ever from Dobbs, and, um, you know, I'm hoping that that can change a little bit, but the the uh, Seahawks passing defense is, is pretty good with, um, um, you know, a healthy uh, secondary now. And so, I mean, you know, Flowers' floor seems a little bit safer than Watson. I would say Watson's ceiling against the Broncos is quite a bit bigger than Flowers'. Um, so yeah it's it's really close there, um, and I think things are just gonna kind of come around to how you massaged and made everything else work within the flow chart um you know there's a couple different other potential pivots off this, like you don't have to have to pair cup with Palmer. you could pair cup with Wandale and save a thousand bucks, but then it kind of leaves you in this weird no man's land of like the mid six thousand this week, which isn't really great at the wide receiver or the running back position. Um, And, and same thing with, um, you know, Keenan Allen and Josh Palmer pairing those guys together. Then you're in the mid fours, uh, which also is not very strong this week. And so kind of holding true to the paths that I have indicated between Jacobs to Keenan Allen and Wandale and Jerome Ford to Cooper Cup and Palmer should Get you uh, in that sweet spot of these four receivers at the end, um, and again, I mean, it's it's some pretty tight decisions. Uh, like I said, once you make the decision, the pathways are clear, but it is going to be something that um, we kind of have to decide. And as of now, I don't really know if I have uh, a lean yet. I think you know, I'm I probably lean playing Watson, and I kind of lean playing the Cooper Cup side of things. Um, it is where I'm currently at, but you know, a lot could change if Watson gets ruled out. Okay, let's uh let's hit the ad read here. Underdog fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. Underdog has just introduced Scorchers, go five for five and pick them, Scorchers, and enjoy a spicy 100x payout. And for a limited time, Underdog is extending the first deposit as a bonus up to $500. $100,000 Sundays continues on Underdog Fantasy. 10 lucky players will win 10K each. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $500. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. Okay, let's get the um, GPP flowchart shared here. Uh and I'm excited about this one this week mostly because it's my favorite team the Packers in what should be an explosion spot against the Broncos and their offense is fully healthy. Um and so you know we're we're going to start here with a Jordan Love and Christian Watson pairing for the Packers. As I mentioned previously when we were talking about it in the cash game chart Christian Watson Definitely has a floor that's like two catches for 19 yards, but he also has a pretty big ceiling, which we saw quite a bit last year. Um, And I think, you know, he's definitely got a 30 point game in his potential range of outcomes. And if you look at where he was being drafted in the offseason at like the end of the third, early fourth round versus what he's kind of turned in so far this year after, you know, some some. Injury trouble and some kind of on and off games. It does not match that at all. And I think this is a potential spot that we want to try to get ahead of, right? If Christian Watson has a big game and maybe turns in a couple of big games, then he's right up in that upper tier of receiver category. Um, And so I think this is a potential spot to try to get ahead of it there. And then Jordan Love, you know, he's had a he's had a rough couple of weeks uh, against some pretty tough defenses. But if you look back um, in his first two matchups of the season, where he really was playing well, he was not getting pressured at all, um, and and that's why he was able to have uh, such a successful couple of games there at the beginning. Uh, the Broncos are just not good at getting pressure. They're they're just not a good defense at all, not good at generating pressure. So I think Love should have plenty of time to kind of pick this Broncos defense apart. So Jordan Love, Christian Watson, we're starting with that in every single lineup. And then um, I'm not going to force the double stack this week, right? So, uh, But I do think if you want to do a double stack, then Luke Musgrave is a great option uh, for the Packers at 3,300. You know, if for some reason Watson isn't getting there or is getting, you know, some of that, uh, you know, coverage by Sertan or something like that, then I really think Luke Musgrave uh, has the potential to break a few long bombs. And, um, you know, even if Watson is eating, which is what this lineup is betting on, is Watson having a big game. I mean, we've seen two or three really big plays to Luke Musgrave that did not end in touchdowns, but were 40, 50 yard plays, a couple of them completed, a couple of them not completed. But I mean, he's another guy that really feels like he's close to that explosion spot. And he could potentially be in the Sam Laporta discussion if a couple different things had gone his way to start the year. Um, so, I'm really excited to um attack this Broncos defense with the this Packers team that has a few guys that I think are underpriced versus what their potential is and are underpriced versus what maybe you know their their week 10, their week 12 price point is, you know, trying to get ahead of that a little bit. Um but yeah, like I said, not forcing Musgrave into every single lineup. You can I that's why I kind of shifted off the uh flow chart this week and have him on the bottom of the one path. Um, and so, yeah, you can choose to include Musgrave in some, but you don't have to do it at all. Uh, then, uh, I'm also not forcing a secondary bring back with the Broncos. Right. And, you know, we've just seen this Broncos team be pretty bad. We've seen this Packers defense actually be pretty good. And, you know, there's just really not any, wide receivers from the broncos that are really popping off the page too much to me this week i think um or or even any other running backs i mean now that jamonte williams is healthy they've got this weird three running back committee with jamonte williams samaj piran jaleel mclaughlin so that's not something you ever really want to click on Um, their wide receiver group has been you know really hit or miss um with jerry judy Cortland sutton and Marvin Mims. I mean, Judy's the guy making headlines, uh, with everything going on with him and Steve Smith, but he, um, just has not really turned in a very good season at all. Cortland Sutton is leading the team in fantasy points and, and receiving share. Um, but you know, he's not really a great, uh, player. You want to, you, you feel confident clicking and being able to get to that ceiling. Marvin Mims, if any of them is my favorite guy, but I mean, Sean Payton just doesn't really seem to want to play him ever. Um, and so that gives me pause there. And so I do have Judy included in the last column here. If you're feeling like you need to get that correlation in, there are some options where he fits in. But I'm totally okay with running a skinny Green Bay stack or a a double Green Bay stack with no Broncos bringbacks this week. The team that I do want to make sure I have in every lineup is the Cleveland Browns. Um, And so in this second column here, we're basically going to pick a Cleveland Brown to fit into our lineup. So if you went the Musgrave route, then you're going to go ahead and fit in Amari Cooper. If you didn't and you still need to fit in that tight end, uh, you're going to basically have David Njoku $3,400, $100 uh, more expensive than Musgrave. And he's going to be the tight end that you roll with on the uh, upper half of the flowchart there. Uh, And then, yeah, from there, um, you know, Kenneth Walker and Isaiah Pacheco are the two chalk running backs that we already talked about in the cash game lineup. And I think you just want to pick one of those guys to ride in your GPP lineups as well. Um, You know, we've seen the chalk kind of condense at some of these running backs. We saw Raheem Mostert be like 45% owned or something like that in the slant last week. Um, But, you know, it's when these running backs are in such good spots, and you're able to do so many other different things with your lineups i don't think it's the worst play in the world to include some of these guys that are really really good spots so yeah kind of take your pick between kenneth walker isaiah pacheco you can mix and match them around right if you're if you're using this uh flow chart to make you know 20 lineups or so you can really um you know have some fun with musgrave uh omari cooper pacheco musgrave cooper walker uh and pacheco and walker stuff like that that you know that's, that's a lot of different combos to kind of get the lineup started off here um now the next uh way to go here is a secondary game stack um with two different games that i think are pretty sneaky um and the first one is the ravens and the lions Um, and I think the thing that most people are thinking about here is that both of these defenses have been pretty good this year, um, which is true. The defenses have played well. However, both of these offenses are really, um, at the upper echelon of pass rate over expectation. And so if the running games are not having, you know, the greatest success, Uh, which you know the Detroit Lions backfields banged up the Ravens backfield hasn't really figured themselves out after J.K. Dobbins so if the running games aren't having success uh, I could see both of these teams really pushing it through the air and that could lead this game to to get into a little bit of a shootout because um, the offenses are relatively condensed um, through the air and so uh, for the Lions, I really like Zay Flowers this week at 5,700. We already talked about how he's going to be a pretty popular piece as well. Um, and so then pairing him up with either Amon Ra St. Brown at 8,000 or Jameer Gibbs at 6,300, I think is uh, is a pretty fun angle and a fun way to approach it. Um, Amonra at 8,000 is kind of in this weird no man's land this week for wide receiver that I just don't think a lot of people are gonna click on because people are trying to get up to Keenan, trying to get up to Cooper Cup, uh, or they're dropping down into like that six thousand dollar range. And so eight thousand for Amonra, I think, is just not a place that people are gonna go at all. And we saw him have the highest wide receiver score uh on the week last week. Um, so you can't ever be Uh, too bummed about playing a Monroff. We know he's just going to be kind of a target monster here in this Lions offense. So, uh, and then Gibbs as well, you know, Montgomery is out. Uh, Craig Reynolds is banged up. Uh, Dan Campbell, um, you know, came out this week and said that Gibbs is going to be getting a lot of the work, whether he's kind of ready for it or not, that's going to be a little bit of a necessity. And uh, I think, you know, 12 to 15 carries and five or six catches is, is, probably a pretty accurate expectation of what we can assume here with Gibbs. And that's, uh, that's really nice at a 6,300 price tag. Um, I will shout out one of my favorite, uh, Twitter accounts, the coach speak index, uh, which basically looks at all the different times that coaches have talked about injuries or playing time or, um, you know, depth charts, stuff like that. And, and tells you how reliable the different coaches are. And, um, uh, Dan Campbell is one of the more straight shooters uh, on that Twitter account and so when he says something he really means it and so that's why I really like the uh, the gibbs the Gibbs angle this week um, and then the other spot is the uh, Rams versus the Steelers uh, again, you know I think this I think people still think that the Steelers and the Rams have good defenses just because of Aaron Donald and because the Steelers, you know, are uh, typically a good defense, but both these guys are pretty, pretty bad passing defenses um, this season. Uh, And so I want to kind of lean into that Deontay Johnson um, coming back from injury here. Uh, Not a lot of people are going to play him. They're going to be concerned about the injury. And at 5,000, I mean, I don't think it's a crazy number. Now, of course, Deontay Johnson is, just like you know, famous for leaving games partway through, leaving in the second quarter, leaving in the third quarter with an injury, whatever. And so, we could easily see that happening here in his first game back, uh, from I believe what is a hamstring. Um, but he's 600 cheaper than George Pickens, and he should be the guy getting targets. And so, on DraftKings, uh, that's kind of what we care about is that full point PPR. And so, yeah, I want to, I really want to target uh, Deontay Johnson there at 5,000 um and then pairing him up with either Cooper Cup or Puka Nakua um is a pretty fun uh way to do it as well. I mean we already talked about Cup uh but Puka I think is in a great spot here. I really think the Rams are going to be passing a ton. They they themselves I don't think know who's going to be running the ball yet on Sunday, and so I could easily see them giving up the running game and going through the air uh quite a bit and and we know that's going to flow through Cup and Puka here. Um and so yeah, big Big, almost two thousand dollar difference uh, between the two of them, um, but uh, you know I think having both of them in some forms of your lineups is going to be pretty viable um, and provide a pretty fun little game stack there. So, so yeah, we're 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 skewing away from the uh, primary stack and the bring back with our quarterback this week and not really forcing in the Broncos, but then we are going to force some correlation with these secondary stacks this week, um, and so we're gonna you know we always make sure we're keeping it keeping it uh correlated there and, and, and keeping our, you know, amount of bets that we're making a little bit smaller, hoping some of these games really shoot out. Uh, and then, yeah, you're going to basically just kind of fill in the gap here with the last column. Uh, if you went the Musgrave and Amari Cooper route, then you are going to need a running back. So I've got four running backs listed here that all fit into different builds, uh, kind of, you know, depending where you pick and chose your spots. So Josh Jacobs, uh, 7,400 and Jerome Ford at 5,100. We already talked about also already talked about Jameer Gibbs at 6,300, uh, on, you know, a different path of the flow chart. And then I also included Aaron Jones here, 6,800, um, which, you know, is a fun, fun spot to, uh, kind of bet on coming back from the injury again. Um, I think the Packers believe, you know, that he is a huge part of their offense and is probably why they've been having some struggles lately. And so just kind of onslaughting that Packers uh, game against the Broncos is pretty fun, especially when the price tags don't really uh, jump out too high Um, and getting that big Packers block. I mean, if they put up 40 points or 42 points or something like that um, these you know, it's going to be going through Jones and Watson and hopefully Musgrave as well. Uh, And the price tags on those guys are just so low where that could easily be a key block that gets you, uh, you know, propped up towards the top of the leaderboard. And then um, uh, you'll also need, let me see if I remember this correctly. Okay. So yeah, on this path, you only need one player and you'll need uh, a running back. On the upper path, you'll need two players um, because we didn't include a stacking partner in column one. Uh, so you'll need to grab two players. So take one of those running backs and then depending how everything falls in with the pieces, you can take your pick on the Chargers, Keenan Allen or Josh Palmer, who we've already talked about at length, and then Jerry Judy as well for 5800 bucks on the Broncos. And that can be a little bit of a piece there that you fit in uh, and correlate back with the Packers. So yeah, I think a really, a really fun potential flow chart here. Obviously, we're rooting for just an explosion game out of Jordan Love, uh, we're, we're, we're hoping for that big 30-point game from Christian Watson, putting the league on notice a little bit, getting, him, getting himself on the map here um, in Week 7. Uh, and, yeah, we've got some really, you know, stud options through the middle of the flowchart there um, and filling in the gaps at the end. And so I think it's got a potential to be a really fun week. Um, we, you know, we did. We've done the cheap quarterback a little bit before this year, and it flopped pretty hard with Sam Howell. Um, but I think, uh, I think I'm think i feeling a little bit better about Jordan Love here and the Packers against that brutal, brutal uh, Broncos defense. Well, I think that about wraps it up. I appreciate everybody uh, hanging out, checking in, watching this live. Um, and those of you as well, catching it in podcast form later. Have fun building your lineups. Good luck in cash this week. Good luck in GPPs. Hope to see you at the top of the leaderboards. Adios.